i realized that you know uh, it's not just about the things that you learn you need to implement them and create a good portfolio hello everyone welcome back to the new episode of being sober with apoorv my name is apoorv and you know generally we talk about the topics that makes a serious impact on future uh, that includes technologies and related innovations uh, so it is also important uh, to talk about uh, the people who are making an impact through big tech companies who are working in big tech companies so this is the new episode uh, with rishabh sharma who will provide a great insight uh, into the role of uh, business research analyst uh, at amazon uh, how i met rishabh is an interesting story uh, so this is uh, uh a mentoring connect uh, we had at, at uh, amazon so he is currently one of my mentor who is uh, guiding me into upskilling and to a more uh, technical role so rishabh welcome to the podcast uh, thanks a lot for coming over to share value to our listeners uh, how are you doing yeah thanks apu uh feeling really great to be here it's actually my first uh, podcast and i think uh, it's uh, i'm really honored that i'd like to share my experiences and uh, you know just just uh, just provide the insights to the audience so that i can help uh, a larger you know a larger larger area of uh, the tech people who want to get in the tech and everything like that so yeah really good to be here great great i'm i'm sure this is this is your first first podcast will provide a great experience we're looking over to record much more podcast coming over okay yeah def- definitely so uh, going into the uh, podcast uh, if you could give us a brief about your uh, intro uh, in your own words uh, like what is your background and uh, about your current role uh, at amazon so uh, yeah it will be great yes yeah, so basically um, uh, i'm a cs graduate and uh, i completed my engineering from uh, a tier 3 college here in rajasthan and uh, uh, i graduated in 2018 and i joined accenture in gurgaon as a cam- campus placement basically so accenture is uh, uh, as most of the people might be aware it's kind of a you know a mass recruitment company but uh, uh, in 2018 something bad happened and accenture didn't come on as expected so out of uh, 750 candidates that applied through campus placement to accenture in a college only 70 of them uh, got placed into it so i considered myself very lucky uh, to be a part of you know that that small portion so i joined accenture in 2018 just a week after graduating from college then uh, i worked over just over an year at accenture so when you join um, you, you, when you were just out of the college there's not a lot of things that you already know about tech i mean at least i didn't know so when you go there they give you some trainings and everything but it's not quite sure uh, what are you going to work upon so uh, when i joined accenture they gave us uh, like training for a few months and then i started working on sap uh, i was new to it so i tried learning it but it wasn't i would say uh, the area that i liked the most so i worked like for an year there then uh, i switched to uh, fractal analytics it's a analytics company since i had an interest in analytics and machine learning so at fractal i was closely working a little bit closer working to um, analytics and uh, handling projects on my own and everything so for two years i learned a lot about analytics uh, at at uh, you know about analytics as well as machine learning and how all the things work how a business works uh, you know the functional things as well i worked at fractal for like uh, two years and then i switched to amazon and uh, it's like uh, i would say almost a year 
at Amazon now. So I have a total uh, of four years of experience. Uh, that's starting from 2018 till till this moment that that we are recording the podcast. Yeah, that's that's great. That's absolutely great. Uh, so since you're working at Amazon, so uh, how will you define your journey uh, at Amazon so past like 11 month or uh, maybe eight nine months, right? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I just completed eight or uh, eight months. I think uh, yeah. 28th of Feb. Got it. So how has so, been the journey uh, so far? Yeah, so uh, I started uh, working at Amazon in uh, June last year. Uh, all the interviews, I mean, the interview process was the one uh, I would say that was, uh, it was it was exciting one as well as uh, the, the nervous phase, you can say, when you are switching from one company to another. And it was a long procedure as well. So it was like five interviews, uh, a lot of technical interviews, a lot of coding rounds and everything. So uh, it took two months to uh, finally get, a, get an offer letter from Amazon. And I joined uh, this organization in June 2021. Uh, as you would expect uh, from all the organizations that you join a few months are definitely spent into training the uh, training the employee uh, they basically give you a few trainings about the work culture about uh, about uh, the few hr trainings the pay uh, the pay compensation training the work that you are going to do and everything so like uh, a first few months definitely went into that and uh, uh, once you are up and about about the culture of working at amazon which is really good uh, you just go to learn about the team that you are going to work with. So uh, the next few weeks basically went on with interacting a lot of people, my manager, uh, the senior manager and the different teams that I'm going to work with and I'm going to contribute to. So the few months, the few uh, weeks basically go into that about learning different things. And uh, so I was new to AWS. I hadn't worked on AWS uh, prior to joining Amazon. So I also spent a few months uh, learning into it. And uh, it's been going, yeah, it's been going pretty good so far. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, you can say a roller coaster ride uh, if I have to put up to that. And uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's going really good. I would say you get to learn uh, a lot of things every day. Like like they say, like you know, it's it's day one at Amazon. It's always the day one at Amazon. So that's that's how you feel. You get included uh, at the work. Uh, you get a lot of energy, uh, ownership. So Amazon, basically, it's all about its uh, leadership principles. They have a lot of them and they keep on adding as you know, as they feel that there's a need to it. And uh, they basically try to uh, get you rammed upon all the leadership principles that they have and that they on day to day basis, they test you with those uh, leadership principles. So yeah, uh, it's go it's going pretty good. It's uh, it, it has a lot of ups and downs. But I think that's the part of uh, every journey that you have at, at any company. So uh, great. Uh, so did like why did you choose Amazon or you had any other offers like from big tech companies like uh, Meta or uh, uh, any other Microsoft? Uh, so did you choose Amazon uh, preferably or uh, you wanted to go like um, uh, you know into a big tech firm? So um, see um, Amazon, I would say uh, has a special place as compared to other tech companies. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, other tech companies are good too, I would say. But uh, uh, when I started, you know, applying and trying to switch from uh, Fractal Analytics, uh, Amazon felt kind of uh, the closest one to the role that I was looking for. So as a business research analyst, I, uh, the basically that the thing we work on is machine learning. And uh, uh, I had a good, good, you know, good hold of machine learning. So the role that I was looking for was, uh, uh, was available at Amazon. Right. And uh, I had other offers as well. 
but uh, since amazon was you know kind of hiring uh, really really actively for that particular role so i went on with it and i had i had already uh, you know uh, like like people say it's a dream company and uh, you get to learn a lot of things the people are also one of the brilliant minds uh, that you have in india and everything right. so it felt like the place that i that i need to be and amazon is again it's one of the top tech companies and they are kind of making a huge impact to the customers whether it's uh, directly or indirectly and i've been using amazon for like uh, more than a decade uh, decade and uh, it always felt like uh, an exceptional place to be at so yeah here i am <laughs> right right i agree uh, they are like amazon is very customer centered i say uh, they are very customer loving so i had the same experience yeah. i had the same experience okay great so uh, rishab you work uh, as a business uh, research analyst at amazon right uh, so there are some yeah. people uh, who will confuse this role with the business analyst in general so uh, like uh, so is there any difference between a business analyst and a business research analyst and uh, like how is the differences is there like can you give us a brief about it yeah so uh, that's that's definitely a good question and i uh, on a daily basis i get a lot of a uh, lot of folks reaching out to me that how uh, a business research analyst role different from a business analyst even i think a, a few people from amazon uh, the mentees have reached out to me that they aspire to be a business analyst because that that's what a research analyst is also called internally so they confuse a research analyst with a business analyst and they reach out to me that they want to be a business analyst and i have to explain them uh, the, the difference between it so uh, there's a subtle difference it's not like uh, you know there are actually contrary there are they are not so uh, this role the business research analyst role previously used to be called as a research analyst so at amazon we just call it as an ra or a research analyst and a business analyst is a definitely a ba so they added the business term to the research analyst because uh, they 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 saw that you know a research analyst is uh, kind of making an impact to the overall business whether right. it's uh, indirect or whether it's direct in most part it's it's uh, just an indirect uh, you know indirect effect on the on the customers or the end users that we have so that's why they added uh, the business term to it that a research analyst would make uh, the business better they'll help us grow so um, and as a business research analyst or we'll we'll call it as an ra so an ra basically works on machine learning its 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 main priority uh, is work on the modeling part of the machine learning part building the models uh, the models could be built upon machine learning or deep learning it could be anything but the primary skill i would say is uh, machine learning and having the knowledge of math and statistics and everything uh, a business analyst basically focus on the overall um, i would say overall progress or overall flow of the ongoing project right and uh, the role of a business analyst might might vary you know depending on each of the individual projects that are going at amazon but in 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 our case the project that i'm working upon a business analyst mainly works on aws and it's his responsibility to keep the pipeline flowing whether it's about deploying the models whether it's about uh running some jobs to get the predictions whether it's about updating the catalog so uh, his you know his primary skill i would say would be aws and uh, his main responsibility is to maintain the ongoing flow of uh, the project basically yeah so i think that's the difference but uh, apart from these two primary skills the skills like uh, python and uh, you know uh, sql and everything so they they remain the same got i think it, that answers uh, the question got it got it so there's no not a much difference but uh, uh, the difference is only in the process uh, how these roles work 
so primarily they are working on the same business so but uh, the process might be different but the skills are uh, remain the same right so yeah that's right yeah great great so uh, thanks a lot uh, rishab for uh, providing that insight uh, so suppose uh, we consider two scenarios uh, for someone with a cs background uh, that is computer science background and someone with a non cs background right uh, so someone who is aspiring to be a business research analyst at top tech companies including amazon uh, or meta or microsoft or maybe netflix uh, so how could be the roadmap according to you uh, should be uh, in in a brief uh, so how should he or she start uh, considering both scenarios so we can just talk about someone with a cs background first and we'll jump on to the someone who is from a non cs background yep mm, okay uh, yeah so i get that a lot as well um, see in my opinion at least at amazon uh, they are not a lot focused upon uh, the stream that you have completed your graduation or your undergraduation or post graduation in the main thing that they are looking for is uh, do you have the skills that are needed for the job right even some uh, tech companies have also ruled out the the minimum qualification of having a graduate degree they just want uh, that you have the enough skills you have uh, you have a portfolio a good portfolio you, you and you can showcase your skills then you are ready to get onboarded uh, they don't care most of the companies are trying to get this onboarded that they they don't want to see a graduate degree or anything like that uh, at amazon there's a, there, there is a clause or you know they need a minimum qualification of at least a graduation uh -huh. but uh, i don't think they are much focused upon the stream that you have completed your graduation in but um, if someone let, let's i'll just start with the, you know my journey uh, as, as i am a cs graduate i'll just go ahead with how i followed um, and maybe people people can take an insight from it sure, so sure. Uh, as a cs graduate uh, one would assume that you learn a lot about computer science in college but that's uh, just a myth no one learns anything about no one basically learns anything in college they are just uh, they for fun but uh, i already had i i i had some uh, you know some interest towards computers uh, even from my school days so uh, i chose computer science and when you choose computer science uh, they try to teach you few things about computers and uh, when you when you are in college you, al you also try to explore a lot of uh, new things so uh, when i was in college they were trying to teach us like c c++ as as the primary programming languages uh, i wasn't impressed by it it didn't uh, grasp a lot of my attention so uh, i it was my like i would say second year of college and i tried browsing things learning like online courses and uh, i remembered that somewhere i had heard that python is one of the easiest languages that you can learn now you can imagine if someone who is just trying to learn c++ and you are writing like 12 lines or 15 lines of code just to print something and you switch to python and then you see that that thing could be done in just one line whoa and, and imagine a second year <laughs> student can do that so uh, it was like a new experience to me and uh, i also had an interest in machine learning i mean i hadn't learned it but i knew that it's going to be it's it's going to be really popular in the in the coming few years so then i started uh, exploring a lot like what's python uh, how do we get into data science and everything like that so then i i took a few courses a few free courses online then uh, when it when it was time for summer internship i took a two months of summer internship in machine learning itself they uh, they kind of taught us about you know the basics of uh, machine learning and what uh, what are others how can implement it and everything it was not a good one but yeah it was okay so uh, once out of college i tried to explore a lot of things 
uh, i took uh, you know several courses several paid courses on my own as well and uh, when when i when i did that so i realized that you know uh, it's not just about the things that you learn you need to implement them and create a good portfolio now this comes to this comes to you know it doesn't matter if you are a cs graduate or any other uh, any of any other stream you need to have a good portfolio you need to have uh, good personal projects and this also goes uh, for those candidates who are not currently working in a data science or a machine learning field so as i said when i joined accenture i was working on sap uh, i didn't know you know i wasn't working on a machine learning project directly so uh, i had to you know in, in the office time i had to work on sap and do everything related to that but uh, when i was at home i would work on my personal projects and try to build a good portfolio out of it and brush up my skills so it took me like 6 uh, to 8 months to put up like 5 or 6 uh, good projects and when i when when i thought that you know when i felt i was ready i started applying to it applying to uh, different firms and trust me it's not uh, an easy thing when you are trying to switch uh, domains basically so coming from an sap domain and trying to switch into a data science domain is a really Uh, it's a really difficult task and not of not a lot of uh, companies are trying to trust you with that right i mean they would not trust you because you know they are going to give you the sensitive data and they want the meaning out of it and uh, they want to improve the business and since you do not have uh, relevant experience uh, why should they trust you so that's right. why you need to build a good portfolio and uh, put up put up really nice um, uh, personal projects you can also do some collaboration with other uh other members other collaborators on github and everything just just uh, uh, showcase your skills you can choose whatever platform you want but uh, build a nice portfolio and then start applying it would not be easy if you are trying to switch domains it would not be easy it might take a uh, few weeks it might take few months it took me four months to uh, switch from you know sap to data science but once you are there uh, it's going to be a little easier job because you are already into data science and you can just uh, go ahead with that so that's uh, uh, i think 80% of the same for the non cs graduates uh, but the 20% part that i would say is uh, get a bas- basic understanding about uh, you know uh, computers and computer programming so uh, when i was uh, getting interviewed for amazon they uh, they asked me something about you know data structures and uh, uh, how the computer thinks you know some some basic basic things that we learn in college so if someone is from a non cs background they need they need to learn all the things that uh, a cs graduate has done right but something extra that you know they didn't learn during that engineering phase like the, the working of computers what's a compiler what's an assembler just the basic things and i think that'll uh, they'll be good to go but yeah the the top priority uh, is the portfolio it's the personal projects got it got it so uh... Uh, in summary, uh, it doesn't matter if you are from the. It doesn't matter much if you are from the CS background or with the non-CS background. So as as Rishabh mentioned, so eighty uh, percent for the non-CS background has to put some effort, uh, but the same goes with the CS background. So basically, both are the same level, but the only difference that is make that uh, someone makes that uh, if a CS graduate has not done any project and if a non-CS a uh, background one has done done a beautiful projects about data science or machine learning uh, he would create an impact uh, into the he would had definitely have an advantage uh, into the interview so definitely it what it works is academic portfolio a very good project portfolio uh, to get shortlisted or screened in uh, for the top tech companies so since we talked yep, about uh, yeah 
another thing uh, just, just a second sure, sure, so sure. Uh, i also i also get this from uh, a lot of folks reaching out to me as well uh, on linkedin whether on youtube or everything so they ask you know uh, they ask about my college so i think this is the first time i am uh, i would say i was i, I am publicly or socially uh, telling about my college so i was i am from a tier 3 college and it's a misconception that there need to be an you need to be from an iit or an iit to get into companies like amazon or you know the top tech companies that we have right. so amazon has like uh, over a million employees and uh, if they try to hire from you know the tier 1 or tier 2 colleges they won't have a million employees <laughs> so it's yeah. it's def- it's definitely it, it's definitely a myth that they just hire from you know iits or nits uh, tier 3 colleges are also welcome even tier 4 colleges are also welcome you just need to have the sufficient uh, skills required for that particular job got it got it so definitely yeah sufficient skills uh, and a good po- project portfolio uh, so yeah everything uh, uh, like doesn't make much of an impact if you're from tier 3 yeah, college I'm or just, tier 2 college i'm just trying to put up some motivation for those folks folks like me <laughs> no, same here same here <laughs> same yeah. here so okay uh, since we talked about uh, the road map uh, uh, about you know someone from from a, a cs background or someone from a non cs background how he or she will pursue the interview uh, in the top tech companies uh, so uh, can you let us know some of the good uh, courses or the resources that you followed uh, which would also be helpful for our listeners if they want to follow the same path as you're working on so anything would work uh, yeah okay so um, it's a it's a big topic actually because uh, in the past few years there have there have been come up like a lot of uh, a lot of folks and a lot of uh, small startups that are trying to spread knowledge about machine learning right uh, when i was in accenture uh, i didn't have a lot Uh, knowledge about machine learning or you know uh, even the basics that are required for that i knew how to implement it but that you can find anywhere on the internet it's like the copy paste thing so mm-hmm. uh, but to to learn it from the core right you need to have uh, the grasp of the basics so and when you try to search it online now uh, it's been like 4 years since i took that uh, the the things have changed uh, the education has become much more you know kind of uh, affordable the things are available freely on youtube and everything but uh, it, like like go back 4 years there weren't a lot of resources available regarding machine learning machine learning has really caught up in like last 4 or 5 years so in 2018 i was also trying to find uh, some courses where i can uh, get a good hold i can get a good uh, you know set of assignments and also the uh, set of mentors or or at least a mentor who would help me clear my doubts and uh, you know build, help me build a good portfolio right uh, there were a lot of courses but the one uh, the, the 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 main course that i took and uh, which proved me uh, proved to me the best one was uh, applied ai course so i've also put up uh, a video regarding this one uh, on my channel where i shared my experience and everything regarding this but applied ai course why would i suggest this one is because it's like um, a one stop solution you can say that it has mm-hmm. uh, this startup from you know the, so it's like an online course and it's uh, self paced it's really affordable it's not uh, too much it's like uh, 20 30000 rupees and um, they provide they, they just start you from the basics like you don't know anything you even if you are just uh, uh, high school pass out it's going to work for you as well they just start you from the basics of python statistics uh, and you know the basic sql and everything and then it then they take up you uh, take you up to you know the advanced deep learning stuff the recommendation things the things that netflix uses the things that amazon uses about, about deep learning and everything so right. they take you up to there so uh, 
it's i think it's a really really good place to to learn first of all i would suggest anyone who's trying to get into deep learning or machine learning or data science is first see if this field at all interests you i've seen a lot of folks who on my recommendation go and take applied ai course but when they are like four or five months into it they realize that uh, this is not they want to do or it's like you know it's not their cup of tea so for machine learning mathematics and uh, uh, statistics and probability is the main thing that you need to learn uh, you cannot uh, you know <laughs> run away from this you need to learn this if you want to be a good machine learning engineer so if you don't like maths uh, just forget about this you don't be <laughs> a okay. uh, machine learning engineer or a deep uh, learning engineer just 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 learn python sql you will be good uh, you will get a job of an analyst or something like that but uh, for being a machine learning engineer or a research analyst that's what they say at amazon uh, you need to have a good understanding about statistics and uh, uh, mathematics in general so applied ai course what's that platform that provided uh, the basics and you know up to the advanced level they explained everything in detail and they also provide you real life uh, examples so this also this also helps you to build up a portfolio and create a lot of personal projects and it it, it really gets your hands dirty so when when a recruiter or when an interviewer a company wants to hire you they want to see uh, the personal projects or the portfolio that you have built and unless you do some projects on your own uh from start to the end you won't realize uh, what it means and uh, you won't be able to answer their questions when they uh, uh dive deep into it so they so, so applied ai course basically provides you with like 30 or 40 assignments uh they help you with through them if you are stuck with uh, stuck at anywhere they'll definitely help you and once you are through with 30 assignments they'll give you two case studies to work upon uh, from start to end solely so they the mentors are not going to help you we just need to start uh, from extracting the data like the data scraping or whatever you need to do and build the final model and present it in a nice format so i think it's anyone uh, is looking for a paid course which is like a one stop solution so they can go for applied ai course if someone is just into exploring about machine learning or data science they can go for uh, you know free courses available on udemy or udacity coursera even youtube has a lot of uh, you know playlist that uh, gives you an idea about it got it got it great great so uh, applied ai uh, course is uh, is something that you know one could definitely stop and check out uh, but definitely i agree with the one point that ishab mentioned that uh, you want to pursue that course if you're really into it uh, so uh, someone who is already into it and already four months into it and not are uh, realizing that this is uh, this is just boring and this is not uh, done by me so i think that should be uh, one that you should take take care about uh, so definitely i'll recommend uh, going into the free courses first and you see if it is something that inspires you to take applied ai course or some some other paid courses so i think that would be great if you would uh, go that way uh, do you agree with me sir i think that that would be yeah i i think that's uh, that's that's the summary of it <laughs> great great so okay uh so okay the last question but not the least question this is this is one thing that uh, could be one uh, deciding factor for the people who are targeting top tech companies so reshab if you could mention the salary package range according to industry standards uh that would be great uh, so according to your uh, any range uh, uh <laughs> another question that i get asked a lot uh, uh, i haven't answered it yet to anyone because mm-hmm. uh, it might disappoint a few a few folks who are dreaming about let's, whoever dream okay, company okay let, let's let's categorize into this fresher 
uh, who is fresher, who is getting into this role and who is already into this role for like three, four years or uh, like trying to explore more. So definitely there would be some difference, right? Okay. Uh, I think that would be, uh, that would be an easier way. So, um, so I work, uh, so there are diff- uh, basically some levels at Amazon. So uh, it starts from L1, L2, L3 and goes up to L12. So L1, I would say it's a kind of an internship level and L2 is uh, uh, is the, you know, the entry level, the most entry level position that you have. So you start with L2, then get promoted to L3, N4 and, and the hierarchy goes on. So uh, I, I was hired since I'm an experienced professional and I had a few years of experience. So I was hired at an L4 position. Right. And uh, um, if you if you are starting, so if, if someone is uh, coming fresh out of college, then he would be probably hired at an L2 or an L3 position. I think for a research analyst position, they don't have an L2 level. So they'll be probably hired at an L3 position. And if you are starting uh, at an L3 position for an RA, um, so the base salary that they can have uh, would be somewhere around 7 LPA up to 15 LPA. So uh, the compensation of, uh, um, uh, of Amazon, it's basically divided into a few, you know, a, a few components. So you have the base level pay, uh, you have some kind of a, a sign-on bonus, and uh, then you have the restricted stock units. So the stock units uh, that they give, uh, th- you don't get that uh, for like first uh, two years or maybe your first three years. So to compensate for that, they provide you with a sign-on bonus. That's approximately the same amount of uh, the current stock price of uh, Amazon RSUs. So uh, it's that, but basically if you talk about the base level, so RSUs may depend on level. It may depend depend upon the college that you are graduating and joining Amazon from. Uh, mm-hmm. It may depend on uh, the years of experience that you have, the, the, you know, the skills that you have and everything. But uh, the base pay, if I have to mention the base pay uh, could be anywhere around from 7 LPA to 15 LPA for someone who is joining at, uh, uh, at an L3 level. I joined at an L4 level and uh, the HR was uh, kind enough to tell me the range that they have for an L4 uh, L- L4 candidate joining. So for L4, the range that they have, uh, it can again start anywhere from uh, 9 LPA and it can go up to at 25 uh, LPA, the base, the base pay basically. Wow. One good thing about Amazon is let's say you join at an L3 position um, and you get promoted. So the the increments uh, the increments that they have at amazon are not that good i would say it's not like 15 20% hikes but uh, they are they are pretty okay the average increments that you get would be around 9 or 10% but the good thing is once you get promoted you might get uh, the hike up to 100% so if you are if you were hired at a, let's say 15 uh, 15 lakhs as a base pay when you get promoted you might get up to 30 lpa as the base pay so that's that's almost like you know uh, going to another company it's mm, like switching right. the job so that's the thing for you know uh, the people who have a few years of experience let's say four or five uh, years of experience uh, the base pay for an l4 level could range from anywhere from 9 to 25 for um, an l5 position that's uh, somewhat of a lead position and when you are at a lead position uh, you get paid a lot uh, so the base pay could there range from um, I don't know 30 LPA to 40 LPA. So when you, mm. uh, you when you are at Amazon and you get tenured at Amazon, uh, the base pay would get stable at a particular level. It's not going to increase always by a lot, but uh, the amount of uh, you know um, the stock units that they are uh, that you are going to get that may get increased uh, uh, as as you as you get you know as you get matured and ten, tenured at Amazon. 
so yeah i think that's uh, that's the rough idea about it but yeah it might it might vary with anything mm-hmm. it might vary with, with with the years of experience that you have the personal projects that you have built the project that you are going on but uh, to give the rough idea i think those numbers uh, would suffice there great 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 uh, thanks a lot rishab uh, for providing this uh, valuable information to our listeners uh, and i'm sure uh, we will come across uh, we will record much more ep- podcast episodes uh, which will provide much more greater insights into the roles at amazon so definitely i will link uh, all the all the handles of uh, rishab uh, down in the description so you can check it on spotify uh, description page uh, linkedin uh, you know any other handle that he wants to share uh, so definitely and somebody wants to connect you can ask uh, rishab directly questions on linkedin uh, and uh, yeah that is about it uh, thanks a lot rishab uh for sharing this valuable input and how was your experience i hope it is good <laughs> yeah i mean uh, as as i said in the beginning right uh, yeah. it's it's a it's, it's a first, first podcast i was kind of a nervous a uh, little bit nervous but uh, i really hope that uh, you know uh, my experience uh, help other people and uh, they they learn something from this and uh, they they go to the greater heights that's the thanks only thing that i wish for them thanks a lot rishab thanks a lot so Okay guys yeah. uh, I'll see you in the next episode stay tuned to the podcast of being sober the poor uh, I hope to see you in the next episode goodbye take care and good night